Welcome to Beyond the Scale, a healthy weight loss podcast that's going to simplify, motivate, and teach you the most confused struggles you have when trying to lose weight and feel your healthiest. My name's Deidre. I am your host. I'm your coach, and I am here to support and motivate the hell out of you out of every step of your healthy weight loss journey, whatever stage that is. So please keep listening, keep getting back up, and keep reminding yourself that progress is the goal, not perfection. You can do this, and you got this. Welcome to episode five of Beyond the Scale Healthy Weight Loss podcast. Let's talk about a confused topic in our diet culture. Macros versus calories. Is counting your calories best? Which app is best? Should you count your macros? How do you do these things? How do you even start? How do you know what targets and how much bloody calories should you even be eating? Let's dive deeper into the nutrition side of healthy weight loss. As we all know, it does play such a significant role. Nutrition and healthy eating basics are by far the biggest struggle almost every single one of us face, especially with trying to lose weight and also with regards to how to maintain that healthy weight and find a happy balance that works for you, right? Let's be real. We know that counting what you eat and tracking your food does work, but we also know that it's not sustainable or healthy to do that forever, right? You need to learn how to eat so that once you do reach your weight loss goal, you can keep that variety and balance in your diet and your life, but you still can eat healthy and eat like a real human, right? Same as those boring meal plans, right? You can't do them forever. But let's determine what is the best way to reach your goals. Is it counting your macros? Is it counting your calories? What are the differences? And what, in my opinion, is the best approach to weight loss? So first, let's start with what the hell is food tracking? What are the differences and how do you do it? So calorie counting is a method of recording the total calories you consume daily using a food tracking app like MyFitnessPal, Weight Watchers, which is similar with a point system but still revolves around calorie counting. People count calories to lose weight because it is definitely simpler than aiming for specific targets, right? There's not a lot of planning that's really needed. Often you're kind of tracking as you go and you stay below a calorie limit or a target, right? It doesn't matter if it comes from protein, fats, or carbs, or only one macronutrient, it's a total. But the difference of from that calorie counting to the macro counting is exactly that. 
macro counting, you have macro targets, individual targets, a protein target, a fat target, a carbohydrate target in grams. So there is so much more planning, so much more structuring of your meals um, that's required of you, right? And honestly, like you remember, you're going to have to be in a deficit (laughs) when you're trying to lose weight, right? But first, the very first step that you should do is figure out what you're eating right now. Far too often, people assume, okay, um, I'm just going to eat less. But you don't know how much you're eating now. And often, and far too often, that results in not taking that honest step of saying, this is what I'm really eating. It's, It's an ego thing, right? You don't want to come to terms with how bad your eating is right now. So you're going to just skip those steps and think that less is more. If I eat just a lot less and a lot more perfect, then I'll see more results, more weight loss. And I skip over that vulnerability step of being honest with what I'm eating right now. But if you wait and you are smart and you take that vulnerable step of being honest with what you're eating right now, you'll realize you don't have to take away that much food. You only have to take a little bit and have a little bit of progress. And you'll still see results and it's more sustainable and it gives you more wiggle room to continue to tweak, continue to make progress rather than be at boring meal plan on Monday and hate it the following Monday. So macro counting is tracking to calculate how many grams of each macronutrient type Your macronutrients are what you should be striving for when you eat. You shouldn't be striving for calories. You should be striving for what's in your food, filled with nutrients, right? Macronutrients are your fats, your healthy fats, your healthy carbs, your proteins, your whole foods. And you're aiming for specific targets, right? Everybody most every person doesn't eat enough protein and their fats and their carbs, they just come from wrong sources. It's not that you can't eat them. It's just when you eat them in healthier forms, you don't feel as crappy or crave the crappier forms as much. (laughs) So that is the differences between them. How you do it both ways is through food tracking apps. That's the simplest ways for you to do it. Um, I am not familiar with MyFitnessPal, nor have I had success in using it. I know it has an incredible food database. Um, Definitely by far its best feature. I just think it's not a friendly app to use as it does focus on calories and subtracts them and tries to calculate them these targets for you um, when everyone is different. Right, I like to use and prefer with my clients, we use My Macros Plus. It's an orange little app. You pay $3.99 once and that's it. So it's much cheaper than MyFitnessPal. And um, I, cho- I love it because you can have just a protein target. Like who says you have to have all three and go fancy right away? If you are starting at square one, you're just going to be more confused by having multiple targets right? And, or if you're just struggling with your carb control or you're eating bad fats, like you could have just your fats and your carbs and just strive to eat as much protein as you could, right? There's customality. You can change the names of your meals. You can follow friends and save all their foods and recipes. It simplifies it. And I think in 
weight loss especially, it's it's a lot. You have to add training in and cardio. You have to try new foods. Like the more simplified and easy you can make it for yourself, do it <laughs> because it is overwhelming. And again, that is why I think far too often people make that mistake where they try to be perfect right away in thinking it's going to speed up the results. It's not. It's just going to overwhelm you. Aim for simplicity and yes, effort, but you just need to tweak and improve your nutrition. You just need to tweak and improve and give more in your training and your cardio, a bit of each to get the ball rolling. And then you still can keep raising the bar and so on and so on. So food tracking app, that is what you do it. And let's talk about, okay, what are the benefits? What are the reasons for both of these methods? Because I know that you may know that there is other ways to lose weight too. You can just go straight to intuitive eating. Um, Personally, I get my clients to track their foods initially because you have to be honest. You have to learn what you're eating and do all of that reason, but it makes it quicker. Healthy weight loss isn't going to be as fast as you want it to be, but by tracking your food and having control and precise control over your food, you're learning faster, you're being honest with yourself, you're having control, and you're going to get your results faster, right? The reason you should track your food in the beginning is to figure out how much you're eating, how much your portion sizes really are. Figure out what's in your food. After that, you should be tracking your food for control and accuracy so that you can get to your weight loss goal as fast as possible. After that, then you can make the step to transition to intuitive eating because you've reached your goal and you've already done the gradual workup, your food and your nutrition, and your, you've learned what portion sizes are, how, like how to create healthy breakfast options, how to incorporate veggies each day. You've done all the hard work, reason out, starting out. Um, and honestly, like your rights now stage, it's, I know it's vulnerable, right? You don't want to be honest with how many chips you're eating at night. You don't want to measure them out. But it's, you got to figure out and look at the bag and say, oh my God, I'm actually eating this much. That step is so crucial to be able to make the next step in saying, okay, I don't need that much. Oh, I was just overeating that for another reason. I wasn't really hungry, right? And almost always our right now stage can have some sort of improvement with regards to our nutrition. I promise you, even at my stage, I have wiggle rooms and I have lots of areas for improvement, right? And and that's why it's really important just to stop avoiding the shame that comes with being honest with where you're at right now. It's the point. It's going to allow you guidance to what your first goal or second goal or third goal needs to be. It's, it's really truly like, the, think about it. If you go from not tracking your food to tracking your food, that step alone is progress. You're measuring and portion controlling something. You're not just eating the whole bag and no idea how much was in your bowl. So that's a huge step of progress alone, right? Let alone adding in a few more healthy foods. So 
the best part about macro counting compared to the food. Uh, see, both of them do that though. Both of them have that step of you're tracking and you're portion controlling when you're counting calories and you're counting macros. But the extra step that macro counting has over the calorie counting is that you just can't wing it and fill it up with whatever calories you want, right? Um, And I mean, you have to hit a target. So in order to do that, you have to fill more whole foods into your diet. And if you aren't eating enough of something, that initial starting point of you tracking your food is going to give you that guidance, right? So for example, you didn't realize how much lack of protein you were eating at all, right? Then you know, okay, the first thing I'm going to do, instead of thinking about less and taking out and restricting myself, I'm going to eat more protein. And then I'm going to eat more whole foods because that's where my protein comes from, right? And if you're not eating breakfast and you just realize this or you're always skipping lunch, then at least you have a starting point and a first goal to work on for yourself, right? It's just a fear in your head that you can skip over. You're thinking you're taking the easy route by skipping over, you know, the realizing what you're eating right now, but you're not because then you're confused of what your goals are and you're trying to be perfect and no one needs to be perfect with their diet ever, right? It's about progress. So, The reason number two for I think that macros counting is better than calorie counting is because of the consistency, right? How can, like, how consistency on your total calorie intake, it's more important because you can have the same amount of calories for a full week but it could have been made up out of all mostly bad fats and carbs and there was a little protein, right? And that's different from a diet that is completely filled with protein and whole good foods and you're feeling full and satisfied. So if you're consistent on the same macros daily, you're going to get better results than if you're giving your body consistent empty calories, right? Ones that are processed foods that make you feel starving, right? Because in order to lose weight, you need to be in a calorie deficit. And again, the big problem too many people have is that if you're in a deficit, you're hoping that you're going to speed up the process by having an extreme deficit, but you're not because you're going to just get too hungry. And then if you're not only doing too much of a deficit, but you're also filling your body with processed crap that doesn't fill you up, it's double whammy and you're starving and no wonder you give up, right? Those processed foods, they just make you, they're food products and they make you hungrier. (laughs) They make you crave more of them. And let's be real. If you're hungry all the time, you're going to be less likely to stick with your diet plan and your program and enjoy the process of healthy weight loss. Like, how are you going to be able to fuel yourself for workouts if you've put yourself into an extreme deficit and you're still not giving your body actual nutrients, right? 100 grams of chicken breast is 165 calories. So that's a little more than half 
of a Kit Kat bar for calories. So yes, it's not that you can never eat a Kit Kat bar, but if you're in deficit calories, use your calories smart. You will be a lot hungrier if you only ate half a Kit Kat bar than you would be if you ate 100 grams of chicken, right? And at the end of the night, when you realize I got nothing left and you go eat the whole fridge, yeah, that adds up, right? And you still didn't even give yourself any good food. 100 grams of chicken breast contains so much more protein. It's not minimal fat, right? And it's not bad fats. So it's not the carbs that you need to be fearing. (laughs) Instead, I want you to prioritize what's in your food. The fewer the ingredients, the better, right? Whole foods don't have labels and they should be in your diet frequently. Simplify nutrition for yourself. I absolutely eat food products myself. I do not eat completely all whole foods. And yes, even takeout food is okay as a treat from time to time. But if you're eating out that often as like multiple times per week, you need to have a wake-up call and prioritize more time in preparing and planning, cooking meals at home. Also, if you're thinking in your head, well, I don't know what to cook. What is a healthy meal? Buy our $29 online recipe book that you'll have forever access for with with new recipes added every couple weeks. The link is below and cut that excuse out too. And there's lots of recipes on Pinterest. I get it. Nutrition and healthy eating is confusing. And it's tough to understand. I've struggled my entire life with it in finding that balance too. But the thing is, if you never start, you're never going to know what works and what doesn't and what foods you like and what you don't. And if you keep putting off exercise, it's not going to feel good until a lot longer than it needs to be. Honestly, this is why I work with women one-on-one in our Healthy Body Reset program because it is challenging to change your habits, to change your whole lifestyle and, you know, the way that you've always eaten. But just because that's all you've ever known for what you should be eating, it doesn't mean it needs to continue to be, right? You know the foods you're eating are not good for you, or otherwise you would read more of the labels. And you know there are healthier options, but you're choosing the route that requires less effort, right? Cooking that home meal and trying that new recipe, it's a, there's a possibility the recipe won't work. There's a possibility you're going to put all that time in and you might have to do another option. But that doesn't mean you don't try. And again, if you want to skip that trial and error, buy that $29 recipe book. I know that you've always leaned on food for comfort and that it's easy to eat quick, cheap food. And you don't want to lose that feeling of comfort for food. And you don't, you, you're confused, right? Food and nutrition and healthy eating is confusing. But if you don't give your body the fuel it needs, not the calories it needs, the macros, the nutrients, you're never going to feel your best. It's not about the number on the scale, 
You want to lose weight because you want to feel healthier, right? And if your eating choices are slowing you down and affecting your daily life, well, you really do need this change. Food is the only, like good healthy food is the only way that you're going to feel better. You have to give your body nutrients. You don't have to restrict it and eliminate everything from your diet and then you'll be healthier, right? Sometimes less isn't more. Same with weight loss, right? And same with exercise. Weight loss shouldn't be about less and restrict and over-exercise until you die, Healthy weight loss is feeling energy from your food. Moderate exercise is so that you can feel better and, you, and it can help you to continue to make smooth, smart food choices. If you want your body to work with you to exercise, you need to work with it too. You need to give your body good food so it has the energy to work out more. Right? You need to give your body nutrients, not just calories. It needs to build those muscles that you're working hard for in the gym or at home workouts. And you need protein. You need vitamins, minerals, micronutrients too that come from vegetables, fruit, whole foods. That is why I believe macro, macro counting is definitely superior to calorie counting especially for weight loss. It, weight loss is confusing as hell. And I, why waste time? You can totally just take a simpler route, count your calories, but if you don't learn what's in your foods, how much of the good foods you need and how much of the unhealthy foods is realistic for your body and how it feels once you've taken those bad foods out of your diet for so long and added them back in, Right? You you got to prioritize the good food that fills you up if you want to stick to it long term. It's not just about learning what's in your foods and how to make healthy food taste good. It's also about filling you up, not feeling hungry. You shouldn't be dieting and starving all the time. That is not healthier. And that is not a way you should want to live. And it's going to be make it way more likely that you'll fall off track. Right? If you eat all kinds of chicken and vegetables and low-calorie but nutrient-packed food, you'll be so filled up and you'll have so much good energy, you'll feel good enough to go work out finally. And you'll, you won't crave the junk food as much because you won't be eating it as much. Counting macros, prioritize what's in your food. Right? If you're only eating like 40 grams of protein right now, that is not enough. In grams, you should be eating your body weight or your goal body weight. So the first step for you is to assess how much you're eating now. Then you know you can gradually work up to that body weight or your goal weight goal. And after that, once you realize that there's not protein in your processed crap and takeout, you start eating a bit better foods and then you make progress in other areas and gradual, gradual, gradual. But personally, 
I, and again, I get it if you're scared to count macros because it's three targets and it's a bit more specific and there's more effort and more meal planning and pre- preparation that is required. But you don't have to start off with perfect targets. You don't even know what your perfect targets are. Start with one, then track one until you nail that down. Then add another target in, right? If you're eating that same target, you only have one protein target, but you're eating this much fat, this much carbs on your other ones, well, and you're not losing weight, you can take out a little bit from your fat or your carbs and see if that works, right? So many details. That's why if you need help, please reach out in the link below um, for more one-on-one coaching or information about how to um, apply. But um, either or works for weight loss. It's just about what works best for you, right? I like to think long-term. I think calorie counting is a more short-term solution. I'm sure that there still could be benefits to it. And I know a lot of people and coaches who do it see benefits to it. Um, But macro counting prioritizes what's in your food, right? So you don't have to be as perfect with how many calories you're eating and all how your tracking is if you're prioritizing good food because you're being filled up, right? And you're not overeating and you are making progress, even if it's not perfect progress because it doesn't ever have to be perfect, right? I know nutrition is confusing. I get that. But try to simplify it. Simplify it by looking at your own personal current diet, your right now stage. How can you improve? Can you eat more vegetables? Can you eat more whole, more big meals instead of small baby snacks all day long? Can you start eating breakfast? How can you stop eating as much at night? Can you replace one of your favorite foods with a healthier option? There's so many areas of progress and so much potential to start at. But the very first step is being honest with where you are right now. So go do that. Go be honest. Go figure out what can you do to be a little healthier, to give your body more nutrients, more good food, so that you can reach your goals and start feeling your best. Look forward to hearing and chatting with you on our next episode. See you then. I hope you enjoyed today's episode and I really truly hope that something I said today created a spark for you, an urgency to take some action, positive action, big or small in your health and in your life and just how you feel each day. Please share those beyond the scale wins with me in your Instagram stories and and tag me at D-E-E Pike Fitness, all one word, as I'd really love to hear about them and celebrate you as you deserve to be celebrated for taking action, taking the hard, uncomfortable step outside that comfort zone. Or also take a minute to share this episode with a friend, a family member, or any person in your life who know you you really feel needs to hear this too. Um, remember that you don't need to be perfect to make progress on your health, your life. You just need to start. You need to just keep going, keep learning, and getting back up. You got this. 
I'll see you on the next episode. Let's go.